Starfleet is a promise. I give my life for you, you give your life for me. And nobody gets left behind. I can't, I can't. Seven signals appeared across the galaxy. Discovery was determining the source and intent of those signals. Spock needs our help. He had a vision. He called it the Red Angel. I've seen this angel too. And I had this unmistakable feeling. As if everything was going to be all right. I would like to believe in something like that. Something out there that intervenes before all is lost. Welcome to Discussing Trek, a Star Trek Discovery podcast, an unofficial podcast about the CBS All Access series, Star Trek Discovery. Today, we will be discussing the first of four short treks entitled Runaway, as well as the second trailer for season two of Star Trek Discovery. Hi, I'm your host, Clarence, and I'm joined by my fellow co-host, Slash Trekkies, starting first with the tech historian himself, Carrie Brown. How you doing, dude? Oh, wow. First billing, man. Hey, hey, how's it going? Great, man. Great, great. Good to have you on, sir. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good to be back. Next up on the show, we have the Trek story himself, Jonathan Shorts. How you doing, dude? Doing good, man. How's everybody else? We are doing great, man. How is your other compatriot over there, the Stargate historian, Jeremy Barrow? What's up, dude? I'm, I've been a little bit under the weather, but I'll be okay. Nothing that's going to keep me down. Oh, man. Well, at least you have the gall to say that. Well, actually, you don't because actually, I, no, I, don't. <laughs> I don't anymore. Oh, boy. And last but certainly not least, we have the Who's Story in himself. And he's not a female doctor. Uh, Cal Jones, how you doing, man? You just like are so wanting me to make comments about the Doctor Who before we do our review. I mean, I'm just going to say I'm happy to be on uh, a show with hormonal space rabbits. I'm happy. So, guys, what we do here on this podcast is review each episode of Star Trek Discovery and even the many episodes in somewhat excessive detail. In addition to talking all things Trek, uh, we want to ask that if you like this show, uh, please direct yourself to our YouTube page where we'll be dropping uh, short takes on maybe some of these episodes and some of the news and happenings going around in the world of Star Trek. So check out our YouTube page, which you can find by going to YouTube and just searching for Discussing Trek. Or by going to youtube.discussingtrek.com. But before we get into our review of Runaway, guys, how are y'all doing? What's going on with you guys? Anything going in- interesting going on in the lives of the Discussing Trek host? Well, Jonathan and I did post our first episode of J&J Start Talking. What? When did this happen? I didn't get like... like I posted it on Facebook, so oh. I don't know what else to tell you. Well, maybe I should subscribe to the feed. <laughs> you know, when we had said that we had the Facebook page and all that, you know, that should have been the clue to go. Well, in his defense, we couldn't give you an accurate handle. Your it was at Twitter or something, right? You guys are gonna hate me for saying this, but when I saw that your podcast is named J and J, I just thought of that place in Turtle Creek Mall, like the sauce on rice place. Uh, uh, the Cajun <laughs> well, that's that's not what I thought about. I thought of uh what eleven twenty three Hardy Street A and J. That's what I thought. About. I wasn't gonna go there, but thank you for going there. You know, the Cajun rice thing I could take because that's some really good stuff. But I hate Big commercial, man. Hey, <laughs> we may change our name just because of it. No, harsh your buzz. Have you seen the commercial? That's the I'm best sure. local commercial ever. <laughs> oh god! Man, I think the salvage roll dudes got them beat. No, oh. Oh. no, I like the woman that goes just because you can. <laughs> oh man! So, so are you guys uh, listed on iTunes and all the other various podcast outlets, or we have to go to your Facebook page for now? Anywhere you get your podcast feel for the day, you should find us there. Just do a search for J&J Starts Talking. 
Uh, the title of the first episode was DMV and gas cans. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, good luck with that one. Well, I guess my waiting with bated breath is over, and I will be uh, definitely plugging that into my podcast app as soon as I get a chance. Cool beans. Cool. cool. Anybody else have any happenings they want to talk about? Well, I think considering the fact that yesterday was the world premiere of Doctor Who series 11, I would just say for anyone that is a fan of Doctor Who that is listening to this podcast as well, uh, we will be starting our series 11 reviews this week. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It should be interesting, man. You guys Uh, be proud of me. I actually started watching that first episode and it was really good. Oh, you started with with the current season? Yeah. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, it's the, I was telling somebody else who worked today. It's the perfect jumping on point. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Is there any kind of inter inter season continuity in that show, or is it are they kind of standalone? No, there is like often a through line that goes, you know, that's kind of in the background of each episode um, mm-hmm. that kind of culminates by the end of the season. But like for now, if you know nothing about Doctor Who, like. Now is the perfect point is bringing in a bunch of people who never watched. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. And if you're new to Doctor Who, uh, just go in and watch it and, and see what you think. It, it well, be- Carrie, coming from someone who's never really watched Doctor Who, like the first episode was very, very entertaining for me, even though I like there's some references I didn't quite get, but they didn't make it like so confusing you'd be lost like you could put it together just wait (laughs) like like i've seen doctor who before when i was home one christmas i think me and my brother sat and watched a holiday episode together so i mean i'm familiar with the format i mean i think it's cool i just need to sit down and actually start watching watching i need to start watching it (laughs) indeed indeed so, guys, uh, like I mentioned a second ago, uh, I put a few YouTube videos out, so just check out our YouTube channel. But let's go ahead and go into some of the news that has happened this past week. And unless you've been on a rock, there was the New York Comic Con that happened in this past weekend. Uh, I think it started last Thursday, maybe. But we got plenty of Star Trek Discovery news out of that. And probably most importantly, we got a new trailer. Yeah, so I just want to say this. This first off, what I want to ask, I guess, like, what do you guys? What did you think of this new trailer? Let's start with um. Let's start with Jonathan. Oh wow! I start with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's it was a great trailer. I think it was a great trailer. It did what it should do. Like it builds excitement around a new season. It gives you enough to like make you maybe want to pay five ninety nine. <laughs> but it doesn't give you too much, you know what I mean? So uh, there's a lot of things in there that kind of piqued my interest that I want that I'm going to speculate about. Uh, but overall, I think it was great, graphics included. Awesome sauce. Did anybody else have different opinions or like minded? Like what? What are you guys thinking? Called it. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait! What did you call? Hold the up. noob called it. I was like, I don't know. You, you might have to go back into your park pack as archives. But I was like, how are you going to have Spock's dad, Spock's mother, <laughs> or not, and Spock's sister, and not have Spock on the show? Like, he's going to show up eventually. Yeah, you're and, right. And 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 it had not it had, it had been for the showrunners being so adamant that this was not going to happen. Oh no, uh, is is pretty obvious and great call, dude. Great call. I just, I just honestly, I didn't, I think they didn't want to pigeonhole the series. I mean, it was kind of like when the first Xbox came out, Microsoft was adamant about not, it not having a keyboard and mouse. They wanted to kind of let it establish itself on its own. And, you know, that I feel like this was happening here now that the series is established. They're, they're not as nervous about it being the Spock show. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, 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 at least that's how I feel about it. They're like, I feel like it just makes perfect sense. Why not capitalize on the, <laughs> nostalgia yeah well see that was going to be one of my questions too do we think they planned this or was it like hey we screwed up and we need to fix it (laughs) i think it was more of a let's see what happens thing because i mean don't get me wrong if this show wouldn't if it wasn't been as successful as it was i don't think they would bring spock onto it but it i feel like they're just trying to like ride the wave so to speak yeah and it I, I kind of feel like it's almost a shock and all thing. 
Um, maybe not so much with the announcement of Spock in particular, but if you just look at the format of season one as a whole, uh, it's always been about the surprise, you know, to think around the next corner. And maybe they did know they were going to bring them on. I, I, I don't see why they would put so much subterfuge. Is that, is that the word <laughs> of him not coming on? Uh, I think that was a little misguided by just straight up lying. Maybe they should just been silent, you know. I guess silence is confirmation, though. But uh, yeah, yeah, I found it a little odd. They they were saying these things that they're not going to do, and then they turn right back around, and you know that's the very thing they do the next season. Right, so, in fact, <laughs> so a quick question: Didn't they at some point have some behind the scenes changes between the end of season one and season two? Am I remembering correctly? Well, they fired the showrunners. Well, they, the, the showrunners moved on. I don't know if they just outright fired them. Uh, but Alex Kurtzman, one of the creators has jumped on as the showrunner, uh, for season two. So, um, I don't know if that is the reason. I guess it, it's a possibility that it could be. Right. It could. Maybe, you know, maybe not. Maybe, but, but likely that maybe some of the ones that moved on may have been the ones that were adamant of we're not going to have this happen. Good point. Maybe that's part of why they moved on. Anybody else? Jeremy, you have any thoughts Ooh. on the trailer? Well, this is probably going to make me kind of unpopular, but I'm getting more of a Star Wars feel out of the trailer. Oh. oh. I mean, yeah, I, I, I knew I was going to get lots you of hate. You may have just gotten fired. Yeah, I was going to say, this may be my, it was great being on this podcast with y'all, and I'm sorry, and I want to miss it. <laughs> but if I'm going down, no. then I'm going down in a, in a blaze of glory. <laughs> seriously, how, how so? How do you get what 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 gives you a Star Wars vibe? From I'm just curious. I, I didn't mean to like in the, immediately discount your opinion. I'm just curious to to know what you feel like was Star Wars ish. Because he's seen a double lightsaber from the cleanup. I'm sorry. I missed that one, but thank you. I will put that on my list. What the cleanup is Darth Maul now? What is what's going on? Well, I mean, it's, it's not like it's just one thing in particular. It's just, but it just feels like I, I felt like I, when I was watching this trailer, I was also watching like the trailer for The Last Jedi, which I actually liked, by the way. So I'm sure that's another reason for being a <laughs> You're not you know, alone. I get flagged. We, we won't. We won't. We won't go into that. Go <laughs> <laughs> on, Jeremy. Go on. But it, it, it's difficult to. It, it just feels like the whole vibe was just more new Star Wars than you know actual Star Trek. Man, because I guess I guess my vision Star Trek. I just it's it's supposed to be in my head contained more on the ship and not outside of the ship. And there's a lot of outside of the ship, which is which is good. Dude, there's but, a lot of outside the ship on Star Star Trek. Well, the ones I've seen, it's been mostly either on the ship or the the holodeck mess it up and make yeah, people disappear. I, I, I kind of understand where he's going. I mean, outside of DS Nine, really. Most series, it's like the main stories pretty much contain. I mean, a lot of the shooting happens inside the ship, right? I mean, the story may be outside the ship, but a lot. If you, well, what? How can the story be outside of the ship if they're shooting on the ship? Let me let me let me put it to you this way, dude. Away missions, really? Away missions are like a staple of Star Trek. Okay, they're always leaving the ship. No, but I think what he's saying is like outside the ship, like in space on his wire. (laughs) The ship, with the exception of DS Nine, there's no overreaching arc that takes place like on another planet or with another civilization in their home world. It's all pretty much, you know, they'll go down, they'll they'll beam down or take a transport down, do what they have to do, and then come back. And more, most of the drama unfolds on the ship and not like. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't well, know. I'm, about that. I'll, I'll give you that, but how does what we saw not fit that? I mean, you got to realize they're showing previews from an entire season. They're going to show the giddy bits. They're not just going to show them <laughs> on the ship. You know, they want to get people excited. Like I, I don't, I, I, I don't get the vibe. I didn't like the trailer. I, mean, <laughs> I did enjoy the trailer, and I'm looking forward to seeing the show. I just felt like it was getting moving more of the overreaching Star Star Wars vibe. Well, well, and, you know, trying to spread out more than just be a self-contained ship slash space station wherever they are. Well, let's unpack just, it. Let's let's unpack it then. I mean, you have the idea, and they reiterate this in the trailer of these seven burst uh, Dragon Balls spread out across the, uh, <laughs> the galaxy. Uh, 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 
Chaos Sonics. Emeralds. Chaos Emeralds. Chaos, they, Chaos Sonic. Sonic fans hey, will love that one. My theory is close <laughs> to that, though. The Stargate thing, my theory. Anyway, we're not going to get into that. Right, Transwarp pubs. But but we're but not, to to yeah. the Mass point. Mass relays. <laughs> to, sorry, to, sorry, I'm to, No, no, you're fine. You're fine. But to the point, you know, we were talking about Doctor Who earlier and the nuggets they kind of sprinkle through each episode. You know, it's pretty obvious that you know we had the Klingon War in the last season. The driving force right. for everything that happens in season two is you know investigating, researching, researching. Um, trying to find what's going on with these red bursts and they're going to drive everything when we see in the season. So, I mean, and I don't have a problem with that. We're still going to get our self-contained stories that, you know, make sense within the 60 minutes that, 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 that story takes place, but everything that's going to be driving those episodes is going to be, you know, finding out what's going on with these bursts. And we haven't had that in Star Trek. I think it's even more than the first season with the Klingon war. I think this is going to be even more of a hook that's going to, you know, impact everything we see. Okay. I can, I mean, I can, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm still kind of holding to my line that it's, I'm starting to get, get the Star Wars. Well, see, if they were to do, like, I, I understand why they did it that way. Like they have to garner attention for this show, like if it would have been like a TNG trailer, right. like nobody care. Like I don't think. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if you just had a bunch of people would be like, yes, but nobody else would really care. Okay, I mean, unless so, you had Picard and yeah, nobody you know wants to see. So, nobody okay. wants to see two minutes of people standing on the ship talking like that's not a trailer. <laughs> All right, so 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 while you guys were talking, <laughs> I watched the video and I put the video on silent and watched it again, and I said, "What in here looks Star Wars to me?" And I think what Jeremy is picking up on, not necessarily that it is outside, and I'm not trying to speak for you, Jeremy, but I think what I saw was it seemed like there was a lot of space fighting that you don't I know you see that in Star Trek I'm not saying you don't but there was a lot more fighting in space and blowing things up and again as Carrie said it's uh, bits and pieces throughout the entire uh, series and I get that but if I were to look for something that reminded me of Star Wars those space fighting is what caught my attention i don't know if that's what you were referring to or not that, but i, but that I think was, that's a good chunk of it and thank you for that because i was going to go watch it but i would have missed half of everybody you know getting on to me for <laughs> having a different opinion no that's that's, but, that's, that's what we're here for man <laughs> well so, i mean it, I, I, I don't don't get me wrong like i'm not trying to like i'm not trying to disregard your opinion it's more of a trying to understand like what you mean type thing right just and because I think it was Kyle pretty much kind of hit it straight on the head there. Just I guess this is the style of the trailer just seemed more like a Star Wars trailer than I guess what well, yeah. I envision a Star. And I think that's initially like See? what we've said about this series starting out. Like this is not, and I know we've said this twenty times, or it's not your father Star Trek, right? So I mean, it's it it hadn't been we've you know our complaint since the beginning that. Where's the science in it? Like it's not the classic science Star Trek. You know, we we've gotten blood and guts and the, the I don't know. Do we have a F bomb or something in it or something at one point? I mean, it's not it's not that original Star Trek anymore. So I mean, it could. You know, and a lot of people think that Star Wars is a more more. Well, I'm not gonna say a lot of people. I've heard the opinion that Star Wars is an adult version of Star Trek. That's what I've heard. But what? I well, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, well, I think we need to table the Star Wars discussion because I think that's going to take us down a rabbit hole. It partially has already. <laughs> but just the overall point I'm trying to make is, you know, it's going to be. It's not going to feel. I don't think it's going to ever feel like that Star Trek we wanted that we remember it to be. But it's still Star Trek, and it's still going to be great. I have two observations really, and one of them is like to me, this felt more like Star Trek than the stuff preview in the first season did to me definitely especially like not just taking the visual into account but taking like the dialogue and what they're talking about doing it sounded a whole lot more like star trek yeah if you just look at the video then yeah i, I can kind of see because it's all flashy you got spaceship whatever but if you listen to what they're saying in the context of the the, the it to me it felt like this is going to be more like star trek than the last season and my other only observation from this is 
what did he pull? What did Stamets pull out of Chili's chest? Was that a turd? Like, what was that? Uh, a, a baby tardigrade? I don't know what that was. <laughs> Jesus. That was brutal. It, it, it actually might have been because freaked, she did get that spore on her, like, in the last scene. That freaked me so out. So it was a tardigrade growing inside of her? Maybe. Maybe. It's a tardigrade, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a, 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 a Tilligrade. Until he great. Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, well, you do have the question of, we know they're going to have to move around a lot via the sport drive in this season. So what is going to power the sport drive? I think that's going to be a mystery, uh, in the first couple episodes. Cause I don't think Stamets want to go back in now. I'm just, I'm just guessing. Uh, might not be a good look for him. No, I think he's done with that. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> But then, like to Carrie's point, we have the voiceover of uh, Anson Mount, Captain Christopher Pike, talking about, you know, no one gets left behind. You know, it's it's all about sticking together. And I think that's going to be a through line in the season as well. Also, we have the thing of um, we see where Captain Giorgio or Emperor Giorgio is back um, helming Section 31 or doing some work for Section 31, which I think is pretty awesome for a character to pivot that hard from season one into season two, doing something totally seemingly differently, different. Um, I find it just very interesting uh, how she's going to come in and, and kind of play a semi bad character. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm ready for that. Hmm. Well, and this may be just right up Mary Giorgio's alley to, to run this clandestine organization. Yeah. Yeah. That has no oversight. And, you know, she just kind of. Is she what, running it or is she part of it? I don't think they really make that clear. Did they, don't they refer to her as captain? Um, well, they referred to her as captain when she first came. Like one of the last ep- episodes, she took over as captain of the ship. Yeah. Right. But. But she didn't stay captain, though. She no, but they like, probably still referred her as captain of the ship. Not. Right. Right, because because doesn't it, as far as the general population, as far as they know, this is the same Giorgio from the one that died. Right. Yeah. And maybe it could be something like uh, she's the right person for the job at this time. We don't, you know, we we hear about this red angel and these bursts and stuff, but we really don't truly know who the enemy is for this season. So maybe it's just going to cause for a, a, a tougher person uh, to do what's needed. I don't know. And isn't that the catch 22 of any trailer, no matter how much you analyze it, whether it be Star Trek, Doctor Who, Walking Dead or any um, TV show, it, the, the more you analyze it, by the time you watch it, nine times out of 10, what you've analyzed is not going to be accurate. To some degree. Maybe. I've got one more question for you guys. And this just kind of popped in my head. Is the doctor guy coming back? Wilson Cruz Cruz was at the New York Comic Con panel, I believe. If I'm. Yeah, I remember seeing him. Uh, And haven't we already talked about, I mean, haven't we mentioned that he said that he was coming back in a. a, I think he said they're not done with him. Uh, I don't think he ever stated explicitly if he was coming back to life or if he was just going to be like a flashback or. Could be coming back in Stammy's dreams. You never know. Force Ghost or. Like, I don't see how. That was a pretty brutal neck break. I don't see how you come back from that. Oh God! <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to open that can of worms. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, what? <laughs> well, that's stroke, okay. I open I open can of worms. So somebody else has got to pick up. <laughs> so, so what do you guys think about the idea of this red angel? This this I seemingly dream or vision that both Burnham and Spock has had. I mean, do we do we think that that um, Sarek is the has some some something to do with this? Is he the tie-in with this, or is obviously something with their shared past that's causing just these two to have this vision? I just have no idea where they're going with that. None uh, at all. Well, I was going to ask: is is she seeing his vision, or are they having separate visions? Because <laughs> they did they did a mind meld. If I've at some point, correct, like as a family thing or something. Well, so I'm wondering yeah. if like she's kind of tapped into to his brain. Like, like when she was with Sarek at the beginning of the first episode, you know, if they if they have this like communication where they can sign, kind of see each other's visions. Well, in in, in the book uh, Desperate Hours, they do perform a mind meld between each other, and 
for, you know, about a chapter in that book, they're going back through each other's memories back and forth, experiencing uh, which what each other did as a kid. So maybe that has something to do with it, but that didn't happen in the show. So I don't know how they're going to explain it. I don't know. Well, they did. They did kind of touch on it in the previous, like when she was communicating with him when he was uh hurt or something. I don't remember exactly, but she did mention that because they had mind meld before she could feel. But that was Sarek. Am I? Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, if if she had you know done a mind meld with Spock before, because they obviously you know grew up at some point together. You're just gonna, you're just gonna mind meld them willy nilly. I'm not. Well, I'm not saying, hey, you know, turn around. Let's let's do this. You know, it's just, you know. in the closet, like, hey, let's find out each other. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, brothers and sisters, don't go off mind milling. This is not Game of Thrones. <laughs> I just want to say I never mind melded with my sister or anything of the of the sort. So, this is not every family does that. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll move on from the trailer. I think we kind of uh, ran it. We didn't talk about the the hair for the Klingons. I guess that's the only thing we didn't talk about, which I like the classic look coming back. Thought it looked awesome. Cool. You know, lightsaber and all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got I'll say, so a couple of things I wanted to mention about the trailer. Could be so I what like I watched the trailer again tonight and. There was another uh, video like down below it in YouTube, and it was this guy analyzing the trailer. Anyway, he made mention, I forgot his name, I have to look it up, we posted in the show notes, but he made mention that like his speculation was the Iconians. Well, so I started digging up, because I've heard that word before, I've heard that species mentioned, and the Iconians is supposed to be an extinct species like before Star Trek canon. But they were like way more advanced than we'll ever be. And they created these portals. And I remember these portals on DS9. It was the portals that Dominion found. Well, who was it, Dominion or the, what do they call the guys? The founders? No, the, their henchmen. The Jemadar. Um, Jemadar. Yeah, they were guarding these portals. Anyway, it was quite a few portals. And I think it was like, Eight, nine, seven. I don't know. So, what could these seven spots or whatever they seen on this, like, could this all be a new, a uh, previous species that's like coming back or could be, know? could be interesting. And then the same thing, Harry Mudd, that time ship or whatever he found, he got it from some other species we didn't know about. Yeah, like yeah. I think that's what we're seeing here. I think this is like a spe- uh, advanced species that they've kind of screwed with in this. <laughs> tardigrade world or whatever it is and they're pissed them off now so that's an interesting concept um <laughs> i'll be all for that i think it you know something different uh in the world of star trek you know or, or calling back to something we've seen before so yeah let's, let's let's bring it on i love it i love i love all the ties the tie-ins from this episode from from cap from this trailer from captain pike to uh you know seeing huna uh, so yeah, I'm I'm ready for it, man. I said bring Damn, it on. Is that Saru that's like on his deathbed or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks like Saru is going through it a little bit. Please, uh-huh. yeah. George, don't cook him when he dies. Oh God, <laughs> Saru. You don't cook him when they die of sickness. You got to kill him fresh and then cook him. Oh wow, that's the rules oh. of the hunt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, um. Maybe if you heat heat him up to a certain degree, kills all I mean, the bacteria. I mean, you may, you may be able to get a good stock out of it, but I don't. I think the meat is just pretty much a throwaway. One sixty-five and fifteen seconds kills all foodborne bacteria. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> on Earth, on Earth. So it is a lot lower melter point, right? So, so we we move on. Let's move on from the trailer and talk about. There was a, a panel that happened at San Diego Comic Con as well. Let's move through this really quickly. I don't think anything additional really came from the panel that I know of. Uh, they talked a little bit about how the Klingons are going to look more, or some of the Klingons are going to look more like what you know and love. Um, I think they threw in that the excuse for the Klingons being bald in season one is that they cut their hair off during wartime. 
That was that's what they said in the panel, and they referenced a TNG episode for the reason uh, or how they came up with this theory. Now, take that how you want it. I don't. I don't really think. Of course, we know that's not the real reason. What just, TNG episode? Ah, uh, they say it in this panel. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Now, I'll- season six, episode twenty-three, rightful heir. Uh, I think it's something Kayla said. Kayla said in that episode, a Kayla sh- mm. said in that episode about cutting off his hair uh, uh, when he was fighting Molar. So they're reaching now. They're they're reaching <laughs> because I did not see one bald Klingon during the Dominion War, <laughs> not one, and they were all up in that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a stretch. That's a stretch. But anyway, not too much else that came out of there that I can think of. If I if I find anything, I'll talk about it and maybe post it on our website, discussingtrek.com. But guys, uh, are we ready to get into our review of the first of four short treks entitled Runaway featuring Mary Wiseman as Vincent Tilly? Are we ready for that? Spoilers. Red alert. All hands stand the battle station. What gives you the right? You cannot destroy an idea. At ease before you sprain something. Let's go. Short tricks, sure. also known as please, re- re- please resubscribe to CBS. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all it's worth. Oh boy, wow! I feel some some uh, man, some hate coming. <laughs> like we got more content from the trailer than we did. This <laughs> <laughs> well, did we? Did, yeah, we probably did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the first short trick runaway was written by Denny Lumet and Alex Kurtzman, directed by Maja Varello. On board the USS Discovery, Ensign Tilly, Mary Wiseman, encounters an unexpected visitor in, in need of her help. However, this unlikely pair may have more in common than meets the eye. So let's go around the horn. I'll start with Cal Jones this time. What did you think of this uh, first short trick? Well, the first time I watched it, it was on the iPads because I was having trouble watching it for some reason on the computer. So I was not sure if that was me or CBS All Access or what. But I watched it just, you know, without without audio. And, and you get an interesting perspective, I've noticed, when you're watching something without hearing what's going on. So I kind of I enjoyed it even without hearing anything. The second part of it, watching it again, hearing the audio, I actually liked this episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it was just a mini episode, but I liked uh, Tilly. I liked the character development. I liked the... Um, the uh being or the um you know the alien uh, that wound up being a queen i i don't have any problem with it i thought it was actually pretty good so carrie what did you think man well um the cg was nice <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> okay but uh, no no seriously seriously like i it, <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where we've been kind of starved for Discovery content. So one part of me is happy, was excited to watch this because, you know, we're back on a Discovery. It was awesome. Um, the uh, Like, there's just some things that really bothered me. I guess the first thing that I could never figure out was, like, when this is supposed to take place. But then again, I guess it doesn't really matter when it takes place. Well, we'll get um, into that because I ha- we have we have some confirmation on when it takes place. lunch. <laughs> <laughs> It was coffee break time, you know. <laughs> but, 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 but again, after my own heart with that coffee order, by the way, that is something I would probably order and down and get like two more, and then have the heart attack right there in the mess hall before the rabbit gets loose. Snacks, snacks, snacks. <laughs> I, I let me say this, and then I, and then I know Clarence will come back to this later. But again, when you're watching it without audio, you notice things that you probably wouldn't notice if you were paying attention to what you're hearing. But keep going. Oh yeah, no, that's really all I had to say is um I didn't think it was a bad, but I feel like that if this would have been aired like during the season, I probably wouldn't even cared about it. But I feel like <laughs> since it's like midway we're like the midway point between the, the new season and the old season, it's like, yeah, bring it on. You know, so yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Jared, what'd you think, man? Well, it's okay. It seemed like one of those, like, we, we don't have enough money left to do an actual, like, good episode, so we're just going to throw this together, and we're not going to talk about it ever again, because wow. it just didn't seem like we learned anything. Like, it it just, it seems like a, very much like a standalone. Nothing else is going to come of it. 
And it was just, you know, where you either had too much money or we had to spend it so we'll get more or we didn't have any money left. So we had to throw this together to fill up time. So I just, it, it was nice. It was there. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> and what about, what about it? did feel Star Trekky. <laughs> I did not get the Star Wars feel out of it. Hey, so man, I thought you would have liked that. They were just standing on the ship talking. Like, <laughs> Isn't that what you I want? Cannot, I cannot be pleased. <laughs> uh, you give me what I want, I'm going to be unhappy. <laughs> and lastly, John, I intentionally went last with you because. Uh, we had we got an email from Eric Hennington from uh from Canada from British Columbia Canada Uh-oh. and I think he might echo some of the same things that you said so go ahead let's hear what you think and then I'll read his email. Well, maybe not. I mean, like I said, I'm not too critical of it, but it okay. So number one, if this if these short tricks, like if they don't tie it into something in the main storyline, I'm going to really be disappointed that I even wasted my time to watch it. That being said, for what it was, okay, I'm okay with it. Like, there was no problem with the few minutes of nothingness. Like, it was... Wow. It was good. It, it was good nothingness, but it was pointless. You know, <laughs> good I, nothingness? What the- It wasn't enough... <laughs> it wasn't enough time to put anything in it. You know what I mean? It, for instance, you got a new book coming out and someone like the cover. Like oh, that's Okay, I get that. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing the cover and it's pretty and it's beautiful, but you know, like it's pointless unless I get into the book and then I realize, hey, you know what? That little spot on this cover actually was this part of the chapter. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Have a little like, if it's deeper part meaning. Of a bigger yeah. But as it is standing alone, I can say I enjoyed it, but it, it just wasn't much there. Like, here's this creature I've never heard of, creature person, and which is a great idea. Let's introduce a new character. Maybe it's a new character I've never heard of. Her. New race. Uh, it was a great storyline, uh, possibly. Uh, I don't really understand the whole my sister is the planet deal. Right. Oh, uh, boy. That just didn't make sense at all. Like, uh, All right. All right. Well, let, let me read Eric's email. And Hey, Clarence, if you don't mind, can we hear what you thought? Um. Well, let me read Eric's email. Okay. Then uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, the problems I have are not the problems you said. I have more problems with explanation of why they were doing stuff or how she was – controlling uh, uh terminals and how she could you know uh phase out of uh, uh with the cloak you know that was more of the problems i had which i thought john frankly you would have had too but i'm surprised you didn't even raise those concerns because it wasn't <laughs> long enough to even care <laughs> really okay well let me read eric's email uh eric writes i just watched runaway i respect the fact that you run a g-rated podcast so i edit my initial reaction to the opening minutes of the program which was this is effing stupid <laughs> as a short episode prog- progressed <laughs> I began to enjoy it a little bit more as they discussed the recrystallization of the lithium I watched it a second time through and appreciated it a little bit more however I couldn't get past the ridiculous opening any Starfleet personnel would immediately have notified security if they encountered a camouflaged intruder wreaking havoc on the ship Tilly actually covering the retru- intruder when others entered the mess hall was utterly ridiculous in email yeah, so Kyle, you asked what I think. Eric pretty much iterates everything, every problem I really had with it. We didn't get an explanation for the cloaking ability. We didn't get the, an ex- explanation for her being able to tap into electronics remotely. <coughs> and, 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 and quite frankly, Tilly lies to Starfleet personnel. I mean, just outright, which I thought was just out of character for an upstanding Starfleet officer. Um, just so many things were wrong with what she did and maybe, you know, the lack of explanation for some of the things that happened in the episode. But I have a question time to put any explanation in it. Maybe that's a good point. <clears throat> maybe that's, that's a good point. It was nothing there. I mean, it could have been good. It was a great thought, <laughs> but it was just a thought and they couldn't do anything else with it. So therefore it was a waste of time. 
Well, I mean, John, I don't know if it was necessarily a waste of time because, I mean, to me, this trick, short trick thing is kind of to me like the Animatrix was or like the Good thing point. with Halo. It's like something that's it's supposed to stand on its own. It's supposed to tie you over until the season starts. Like everything doesn't necessarily have to tie in to the main story. Well, then know, it goes back to but, Eric's but, complaint. Like if that's what it's it, meant to do, take the time to explain it. It or really don't offer it. nothing. Um, it just offered nothing. But yeah, as I was going to say, um, <laughs> it, it doesn't necessarily have to tie in, you know, but it, that being said, if you're going to do something that doesn't tie in and it, it should stand on its own. And I don't feel like this stands on its own. I mean, you know, like I hear hearing Clarence read. Um, I can't remember his name. Yeah. Reading the readers, the listeners comments. I just thought that, you know, you mean to tell me that an alien life form beamed on the ship and was there for a significant period of time and beamed until he beamed her off the ship and like yeah. nobody nobody knew nobody knew with all the scientific technology yeah. they have at their disposal like nobody knew that this thing was on the ship like i that, that's the part that i don't yes you know, and i, I guess i can and, have and a how does she do an unauthorized teleport cuz aren't our teleports off the ship supposed to be authorized Mm, yeah, good point. Yeah, not necessarily authorized, but they they get notification like the bridge can tell what's happening. But wouldn't somebody be like, "Hey, there's no scheduled authorizations right now, and everyone is still on here." Well, I'm sure they did, but it ended before you seen a response. And, okay, and this is one thing that kind of threw me off. It just happened to be the day before her coronation. People get cold feet like before big events like weddings and stuff. Like that that part actually made sense to me. <laughs> yeah, but. Her her rap sheet indicated that she had been gone for a while because she had been jumping from ship to ship. And you would think her homeworld would put out like an ABP, our soon-to-be queen is missing. Well, I don't think we did. knew she was jumping from ship to ship. We we never got an indication from that, from the, the, the short track itself. We just know there's, this, uh, as Tilly puts it, a galactic APB out for this qu- queen. Uh, that's, that's pretty much all we know. I mean, and... Honestly, we bring up, you know, okay, John, you said, oh, this episode doesn't really mean anything, but I don't know, you know, you're the technical guy on Star Trek stuff. The recrystallization of dilithium. I think that's a pretty big thing in Star Trek canon. Um, we know that she well, mines and- Zahia, they mine dilithium, but she came up with the idea of how to recrystallize dilithium, which I think is probably used on every ship going forward in Star Trek canon. So, isn't that important? Doesn't that tie in? Oh, yeah. And uh, again, that's what I said. If it doesn't tie in, I'm really going to be disappointed. Like, I'm hoping that it will tie in because that is a big deal. But obviously it doesn't because if, if we're going to stay in canon, recrystallization of dilithium has not happened. So that's why Voyager runs out of dilithium and has to go through the expanse or something trying to, when the, Janeway the was looking for planet. coffee or whatever. So obviously nothing becomes of it, but mm. it should tie in. Now, my speculation and hope was because the Federation wants this person alive and it said uh, protector or garter or whatever. Right. Like, what if this is going to tie into the Section 31 thing? You know what I mean? Like, maybe, like, let's tie it into that. And that would yeah, be great. Then could. I'd be appreciative of this short trick. Mm. But as it stands by itself right now, Hmm. Well, let me ask this, and I, I'm, I'm back on the dilithium thing. Do we know that that, t- that technology is not used in the future? We know they still search for dilithium to power ships and stuff, but do we do we know no nothing of that technology is used in the future? Well, I'm, I want to say and I haven't seen all of it, but like the Star Trek Renegades that fan made, I'm not. I'm sure it's not canon. Yeah, but definitely the not canon. <laughs> purpose of that was that the dilithium was disappearing. Yeah. And all the planets yeah. where they mined from, all those planets were disappearing. But I will say like in the in like Voyager and you know, you don't hear much of them. Of course Voyager is out there on its own, uh, own in a different quadrant, but you don't hear a lot of the you know, dilithium is low. We need to go get some more. We need to mine some more. It happens in a few episodes, but not that right. much, which whereas in TOS I think it's it's you hear it all the time, you know. So I right. I, I don't know. I want to hear more. I'm like you. I want to hear more on, more on this. I hope it ties into something. Find, they actually find a new form of dilithium that that burns at like a higher 
melting point or something to do that transport drive that turns them on that turns him and uh, Paris and Janeway into salamanders. <laughs> oh God, let's not talk about the salamanders. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, <laughs> one beat. Whatever. <laughs> I like that. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm the one who liked that episode. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there, too. So does anybody want to say when this episode so, takes place? Nobody? I have no idea. I nope. want to say before I, the series starts, but that's just my opinion. I mean, I know, but I'm just putting it out there. I'm asking. I'm well, obviously, it didn't happen before the series started because they weren't on Discovery, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm going to say I'm gonna say afterward because she's doing that command, right. that command program. So, you know, Captain Killy. Obviously, it's in her somewhere, so they want to try to tap that potential. So, Cal, do you know? Do you want to explain? I think you know. You're being quiet. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to see if you wanted to. So there is – and I noticed one thing. Clarence noticed the other. There is a picture on uh, on her – in her uh, quarters that is a picture of her and Burnham. And in a – you know, the, you can tell that they're actually friends. So it would obviously not – a before Burnham got there, and obviously B, it's not when Burnham first got there because they really weren't friends. But by the end of it, I would have considered the two of them friends. And so there's the picture. Clarence also noticed that by the picture there is the medal. Didn't you say? Yeah, yeah medal of honor for their participation in the Klingon War. So definitely after season one, which I thought was pretty cool. Ooh. So somebody mentioned the whole Tilly talking with her mother in the command training program bit. Um, I guess she's going to be captain one day. <laughs> I mean, what do we what do we think? They're, of that? They're, they're certainly setting it up. I think she'll make a good captain. I think she'll do good. She'll be a little bit quirky, but she'll be good. She'll be good. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, you go through that command training program just to be a command officer, but you have people like Harry Kim was a command officer. But he was just the lower. He was an ensign. He never yeah. improved from that. Like you can be a commander, but a scientific officer, right? So you're not really you, in command. You can be a bridge officer and still right. be an ensign. So it, I think she's taking a training. I just I don't see. Well, maybe maybe she can yeah. be a captain. I, I think she can, and you know, I, and I may be opening a can of worms here by saying this, but <laughs> no, uh, don't do it. No, 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 no. <laughs> but 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 everyone can turn. No, no, no. But referencing something that you guys were talking about earlier, which was the her not reporting. Go back and look at any from um, any of the captains from Picard to Kirk to any of them and, and watch the episodes. And I'm sure you're going to find some episode where they broke some rule whatever that may have been. Oh. And to, for me, seeing her break the rule of not turning uh, the, the you know, this person in was more in line of being a captain than not, because sometimes you have to take that situation and make a judgment call. And I thought she made a judgment call there. So I thought that kind of said captain to me. Hmm. I agree with you, Kyle. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't dispute that, but I just, I think she's got a lot more growing up to do. Before I, I agree. I agree. Don't get me wrong. And I agree. And, and, and the points you guys made were, were very good. That was just my, you know, the kind of the way I saw it was, and it actually was character development on my end. That's why at the beginning I was like, oh, I really, really like this because I was like, y you devoted 15 minutes or 13 minutes of developing this character some. And that's, I guess, what I like most about it. Yeah. And and ultimately, this episode was about, you know, Tilly and her, her her own mother, you know, not really encouraging her to enter the command training program. And by the end, you know, she, Tilly herself is encouraging this queen, Poe, to 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 do the right thing. And, you know, she kind of has a look at her own advice and say, OK, you know, I can do this, too. I can. I can go against maybe what my parents think and, and, uh, you know, you know, stay out the box a little bit, you know? Man, her mother was kind of harsh. That, <laughs> I, I feel bad for her. She's very passive aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that time you couldn't climb that wall or whatever she said? I can't remember. <laughs> right. You don't want it to be like that, do you? Do you? Ha ha ha. Do you? Do you? So, can I, let me ask you what you guys think. So, Kind of, I don't want to go keep going back to go to the trailer, but on the trailer, you see Giorgio's pull the hood off and she's using like some holographic disguise. What is that? Like, 
So I have a thought to say that maybe it's the species that Tilly was dealing with in the short trip. Hmm. I didn't get a good look of the face in that trailer because it's like, like a split I rewound second. it and paused it and rewound it and paused it and rewound it. It's like either like it could be clean on and that would make more sense. I guess I was reaching for something to tie this short trick. It in. could be the brain. You never know. <laughs> you don't know what they look like. Oh. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It could be the brain. <laughs> I don't know. I just couldn't tell what that face was. It was interesting. All right, well, guys, I think we're going to get ready to wrap it up. I think we've kind of thoroughly uh, crushed this one. Um, yeah, so, guys, if you want to to leave feedback, and when I say guys, this time I mean listeners, if you want to leave feedback, please just uh, send an email in to fans at discussingtrek.com or go to any of our social media outlets, search for Discussing Trek, and, um, yeah, we'd love to hear your feedback. So we'll go around the horn real quick and see what everybody's been working on. Let's start with, uh, well, we, I guess we know what John and, uh, Jeremy are working on, but J and J, what have you guys been working on? Um, I think we'll be working on another episode here very shortly. Try to get that out to you. Um, oh, that's just a lot of work on both ends. We have opposing schedules, so we just kind of have to throw it in there when we can. Pretty much. That's about it. Work in one podcast. Well, not two podcasts a week. So I'm happy, man. Cool beans. All right, Cal Jones, man. What's going on in the world of who? Well, uh, anybody that wants to check out our other stuff, and in addition to Doctor Who, you can find us at discussingnetwork.com. Cool beans. And uh, Carrie, do you have anything you want to plug before we, before we wrap things up? Uh, just um. <clears throat> Stay tuned for a new episode of Techpedition. Hopefully, we'll get one done before the end of the year. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't done one in a couple of weeks, but hopefully, we can get back on track here soon. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get back on that horse. It's going to happen. And yeah, guys, if you want to know all of the podcasts that I'm I'm on, uh, please go to discussingnetwork.com and check out where you can find uh, Discussing Comics, Discussing Who, and also Discussing Trek. As well as check out the Relativity Podcast, which you can find at relativitypodcast.com. I play a voice of Marcus, Marcus Dupree, Data Specialist 1. So check that out and uh, show our friendly Shaka for some love. So, guys, thanks for joining. Um, again, please like and subscribe. And until next time, guys. Live long and prosper. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for listening to the Discussing Trek podcast. For more information, go to discussingtrek.com slash subscribe.